Welcome, everybody, to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. Um, if you've been a longtime listener, thank you for being faithful. and appreciate you guys being here. Um, we're just adding up one episode to the next. It's funny, you know, when you start something like this, you don't know how it's going to go. Uh, but it's been a lot of fun, and I appreciate you guys being faithful and listening. It, uh, it makes it all worth it. Um, as I look out my window right now, I cannot believe it, but I see snow falling <laughs> heavy. And so pretty wild. I think it's definitely, yeah, it's the first one of this year, I think. So pretty wild. Well, anyway, welcome to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast, where we take a verse of the day and uh, we look at it, uh, especially focusing on context and uh, how can we see Christ in the scripture and touching a little bit on the original author and what they might have meant to convey to the original audience. We do this because we, it'll shine a lot of light on the Bible and help us to understand it as it was meant to be understood. Okay, so we always do the best we can, and we appreciate your questions. Today, um, we're going to take the verse of the day that came from Luke chapter 12, Luke chapter 12, and it's in verse 3, Matthew, Mark, Luke, one of the Gospels that tells the, the life, the teaching, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So the Gospel of Luke here, which a lot of you know or may know, but an interesting fact here is that Luke is a prequel, only you Star Wars fans will get that, a prequel to the book of Acts, or an easier way to say it is, the book of Acts is a sequel to Luke, both written by the same guy and meant to be read as a pair. Okay, so Luke chapter 12, verse 3, uh, reading from the ESV, it says this, Therefore, whatever you have said in the dark shall be heard in the light, and whatever you have whispered in private rooms shall be proclaimed on the housetops. Now, <laughs> as far as verses of the day go, you can't accuse you version. You can't say this is overly sappy or that they cherry pick to just make it encouraging. Am I right? Therefore, whatever you have said in the dark shall be heard in the light. And whatever you have whispered in private rooms shall be proclaimed on the housetops. Now, we're going to look at its context, and it might change our minds a little bit, but just on an initial reading, it's pretty. It's a little bit ominous. It, fe- it feels like a warning to me that whoever you are in secret will one day be known. And uh, I can't speak for you, but for me, it's like, dude, I, I feel warned right now. So let's look at it um, in context. One of the best ways to do that, um, I know we say that here and, here and there on the show, but if you're curious, okay, what does he mean? Let's look at it in context. First of all, one of the best things you can do is a lot of your Bibles do a very a pretty good job. Now, the chapter breaks and the headings are not from the original authors, and it and it's really good for us to remember that. What do I mean by that? I mean by that the guy who wrote Luke did not put chapter 1, chapter 2, verse 1, 2, 3. Okay, those were added later as just um, a way to make it easier to study in pieces and also easier to navigate, like, hey, turn with me now to 3, 1, or and all that kind of stuff. And they not only, maybe some of you have seen Shakespeare, it's divided up into lines and so on like that. Okay, so it's not some sort of a conspiracy or something. It's just that it was made to make it easier. But sometimes it can hurt us a little bit because uh, the the translators do the best they can. You know, everybody's doing the best they can. But when you put a chapter break or you think the thought is ending here, but it really wasn't, then it can sometimes make some verses a little harder to understand. But most of the time, 
they do a pretty good job of seeing when a new thought has begun. And in this one, I think they've done a pretty good job, in, in, in my humble opinion, because Jesus is talking now to his disciples, okay? So um, we know that because in chapter Luke 12, we go up to verse 1, it says, In the meantime, when so many thousands of the people had gathered together that they were trampling one another, he began to say to his disciples first, Okay, so that's pretty neat. We don't have to wonder who he's talking to. We don't have to wonder what the context, at least the immediate context is, is that apparently Jesus is being, at this part in Luke, he's being followed by crowds that are so heavy that they're almost trampling each other. And that in the midst of all this, Jesus took the time to get his disciples first and say to them, okay? And then the next two verses here, at least in my ESV, are in red because it's Jesus speaking to them, okay? So he pull, in the midst of crowds, he pulls his disciples apart and he says, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Now, this is probably something I don't have in common with a lot of you out there, a lot of our listeners, but one of my, uh, fa- actually my second favorite hobby, my first one is reading, My second favorite hobby is making bread. I absolutely love to make and eat bread. And uh, one of my favorite types of bread to make is all kinds of sourdough, sourdough bread. And this is where Jesus would be talking about leaven, okay? So I don't know how to make it. I could probably talk for 30 minutes. I'll probably just make it worse. But whenever Jesus was referring to leaven, he's gesturing towards the way you take a little bit of sourdough. For all of you who don't know how it works, again, I don't want to make it worse, but flour and water, you mix it together and eventually yeast, wild yeast will begin to grow in it, okay? I don't know how else to put it. So you got your wild yeast growing in your flour and water. And if you take that lump of dough that has wild yeast growing in it now, and you add it to a larger lump of dough, that yeast will take over the whole lump. That's how you make it. That's a, that's a beginning step in making sourdough bread. And this is what Jesus, he uses this a lot. The Bible uses leaven as a symbol for sin a lot. And it's, I, you know, so this little bit of sin, I guess the um, Pharisees, are supposed to be the little bit of sin here. And he's saying, beware of them. Don't let them get into you. (laughs) Isn't that wild? Don't let what they do mix into you because it will spread through everything that you do. And then we don't have to wonder. A lot of times the Bible draws pictures and we have to do the best we can to figure them out. What I love here is that Jesus explains right away. He says, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. Okay, Jesus, what is that leaven? He says, hypocrisy pretending to be one thing on the outside while you're actually something else in your heart. Those of you who have even read parts of the gospel before will know that Jesus was constantly going after the Pharisees about hypocrisy. It was his constant uh, accusation against them that they liked to appear holy on the outside, but inside they loved praise from people. They loved money. They love themselves, they love power, and so on, okay? And of course, the Pharisees do not have a corner on the market of this. This was the human condition. All of us have a Pharisee inside. So beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Verse 2 then makes a lot of sense, okay? If you're thinking about people who pretend to be one thing on the outside and are actually something on the inside, then Jesus goes on to say, nothing is covered up that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. 
And then he unfolds it even more in our verse of the day. Therefore, whatever you have said in the dark shall be heard in the light, and what you have whispered in private rooms shall be proclaimed on the housetops. Okay? So just looking at our context has helped to make this verse completely understandable. It's just a powerful warning from Jesus to his disciples against hypocrisy. And it, of course, points us to the gospel and to what Jesus was always telling the Pharisees, which is, unless your heart is made new, unless you are on the inside what you need to be on the outside, it'll never happen. It'll always be a game. Uh, Jesus also used the picture of trees. He says, bad trees bear bad fruit. Good trees bear good fruit, and that's the way it is. And so when Christ came, he said, when you put your faith in me, the Holy Spirit will make your heart new. And you'll become in your heart what God wants you to be on the outside. And that's the way it works. Anything else is pretending. And, of course, there's so much we could say on this. But this isn't the Cross Point Church preaching uh, podcast. It's the Scripture podcast. So beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Nothing is covered up that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the dark shall be heard in the light, and what you have whispered in private room shall be proclaimed on the housetops. And it works both ways. So be be what you are in the dark and in private rooms because eventually it will be known to everyone. All right. So, uh, I don't know that I feel any less warned. I don't, I don't feel like this is any less ominous. Uh, but I do think it has gained a lot of clarity from just using our, um, using our principles, good hermeneutics. So Jesus meant to communicate to the disciples to beware of hypocrisy and he meant to show that it even it won't work because one day we'll all stand before the judgment seat of Christ and what you are on the inside will be known on the outside. And in a, even a smaller way, he warned the disciples that what the Pharisees really were on the inside would one day be known to everyone. And if you are familiar with biblical literature at all, you could at least say whether you believe it or not, you'll at least know, hey, I know at least in, from these gospels, um, I do get that ultimately the Pharisees ended up being hypocrites. And so Jesus's prophecy, at least about them, has come true. Uh, they are known for what they are. All right. So, and can we see Christ in these verses? Of course we can. He's the one who said uh, these verses. But also we see in his life, Jesus was not a hypocrite. You can find a lot of people that don't like, maybe, maybe they don't like some things Jesus said or did or was reported to say or do. Uh, you can get some people who definitely don't believe he was God. You know, you get all that. But I, I can never remember anyone saying that, Jesus, the character, is a hypocrite. Now, I think most people recognize that what he was saying, doing, and living, and what he died for, he believed. That that just seems entirely obvious from uh, reading the Gospels. There's no duplicity. There's no double-mindedness in Jesus. He always said and did what he meant, even when he got, even when it got him killed. So all he all he would have had to do is just lighten the message a little bit or, or, or look like he agreed here and there. And you'll see throughout the Gospels, people give him a way out like, hey, just say this, just do this. Just just don't keep being yourself all the time and it'll go easier for you. And of course, Jesus stuck to it even to the death on the cross. And that's why he's our Savior. All right, so good stuff. Really appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much for being here. You can always uh, send your requests in. J-S-E-R-R-A at thecrosspoint.com and we'd be happy to cover your verse on the show. See you next time.